Choosing a skincare brand to use on your face or stock in your business can be so hard. With so many varying factors such as ingredient technology, in-clinic support, and also questions like, does it even work? It can be hard to know where to start, which is why I use Circuit Cosmeceuticals. I've been using Circuit on my own skin since 2022 and also stock it in the facial bar. And the reason why I love it is not only are the ingredients super fun, but it also gets results. With products such as Mocha Locker Peel and the Cool Lychee Mask and my favorites, Molecular Hydrating Mist and the Sugar Lip Plumping Treatment, I know that your skin and clients will love the range too. To find out more about becoming a stockist, send me a message on Instagram with the word circuit, that's S-I-R-C-U-I-T, and I'll automatically send you some information. Thanks to Circuit for being a sponsor of the podcast. Welcome to the Beauty Business and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen. I'm a skin therapist turned clinical educator turned multiple six-figure online business owner. I used to think that owning a business meant that you'd have a product or service, a website and an Instagram and just wait for the masses to flock. But little did I know. It wasn't until I started working with coaches and mentors that I learned there is so much more to it. On this podcast, you can expect to learn about mindset, marketing, strategies, and other fundamental business lessons that have helped me to generate over $500,000 of revenue in less than two years. Are you in my Facebook group? Every single day, I post in there sharing even more gold nuggets of information to help you grow your business. To find it, search Beauty Business and Beyond on Facebook or head to the link in my show notes to get a direct link. All right, we are back with another episode that has come from some of you in my audience, one person in particular, who was sharing with me that they are starting a business and they're getting really overwhelmed and not sure where to start. They would love some tips about starting, marketing, pricing, client attraction, best skincare brand, as well as starting point. So it's a budget-friendly skincare brand and also how to market on social media when you don't have photos to market with in advance. And obviously, I've gone through this phase with the facial bar and I'm yet to do an episode on this. We have been open for about a month at time with this episode coming out, but I thought I would share my journey so far. The first thing is your budget. And this is so important to know Because whether your budget is big or small, you have to squeeze every little drop that you can out of it. And this was the first thing that I did with Cam when we started the facial bar. So we had about $150,000 to start the facial bar with. And the first thing I did was actually create a spreadsheet and started brain dumping all of the big expenses that I thought that I would have to make. For us, we had to do fit out. We also had to do three months rent. Some other big expenses was obviously having enough money to pay staff until the business started generating money. What else did we have? Legal fees and obviously buying furniture for the facial bar. That was probably really expensive at nearly 10 grand as well. So first creating a rough budget by putting in all the big things that you need to purchase first 
And keeping a track of that on a spreadsheet is really important because we're getting close to the end of the facial bar and we're coming in at 142,000 and we're getting nervous. <laughs> and that's, we've already put in the budget like staff expenses and marketing expenses, but it's like any other little thing now for the launch party or that the clinic needs. We're like, if we get an electricity bill in the next month, that is more than eight grand, which I don't think it will be, but I we're going to be a little bit fucked, but it is what it is. <laughs> the next thing is company setup. Now, this is particularly important if you are actually going to be getting a commercial lease. For us, we didn't realize how long this was going to take. And we had our commercial lease approved first, which is fabulous. But we then had to, we couldn't actually start construction until we had all of the legal work signed. And we couldn't go ahead with the legal work and have all the paperwork done until our company structure came through. Oh my God, the stress that that took. If I knew that process was going to take so long, I probably would have started that before we even knew that we had a commercial lease, but I wasn't sure if it was going to happen. And we kind of started this business on a whim. Like I didn't know that I wanted to own a facial clinic until like January this year. And here we are. (laughs) So think about your company setup and structure. I've also experienced this with Skin Queen as well here in Australia. If you are earning under $70,000 a year, you're probably better just to be a sole trader. After that, you may as well go and be a company structure. So start with the end in mind. If you are wanting to earn more than 70 grand a year, go and set up as a company structure. Otherwise, if you don't know what your business is going to be like, start as a sole trader. But it's been even a nightmare for Skin Queen to switch that over from sole trader to company. Been such a process. We've had to get new zero files. We've had to change our ABN on everything. We've had to change the way that we add tax onto everything. Ugh. What a nightmare. So definitely would recommend there. The next thing is having a marketing budget because although you can use social media marketing, there's so much more you want to do, right? When it comes to marketing, you need to make sure that you have print material, that you have other little things such as like signage on the door, signage outside. If you're wanting to do any activations or PR, do you need extra print material for that? Do you need to get your menus printed? All of these little things that you don't actually think of until you start a business and you're like, hold on, how am I going to get the word out there? And I'm at the point now where we're actually almost maxed out our marketing budget. We had about 20 grand for marketing and we spent 10 grand of that on PR. We've probably spent another two and a half of that on um, the launch party itself. Probably actually spent closer to three grand on that. And I'm sure, actually, I think our marketing budget was only 15 grand and Now I'm having to get creative, (laughs) which is okay. That's what I love doing. I love getting creative and thinking of new ways to get in front of ideal target audiences, but you have to know how to market yourself before you start a business as well. And if you don't know how to do that, set aside some budget to actually invest in learning how to market yourself. A lot of people will think that they've got to go down the road of Facebook ads and outsourcing to a marketing agency straight away. I don't recommend that. Because somebody could take you for a ride and because you don't understand how marketing and ads work, you'll be taken advantage of quite quickly if you fall into the wrong person. So it's really important that you understand how to market your business yourself first so that you can outsource later. I'm a huge fan of that because it gives you empowerment to know that you're outsourcing to save you time. You're not outsourcing because you don't know what you're doing. I think these are two very, very different things. 
The next thing is devices. When we have been hiring staff members, they've all said, are you going to just be doing facials or are you going to have other devices? And I've had to say, we're just starting off very simple until the business starts making money and then we'll actually invest in devices second. And the reason for that is because I don't want to spend all my money and have all my funds tied up in expensive devices without first actually having any clients coming through the door. That doesn't make sense to me. Why would I be spending, you know, upwards of a couple of thousand dollars a month to rent and lease a device when I could actually spend that couple of thousand dollars a month on marketing? And that will actually help to generate people coming into the business, spending money, and then I can reinvest the money from there. This leads me to another thing, which is having enough money to keep you afloat while your business is making money. This is really important because I see so many people freaking out about how they're going to pay rent, how they're going to feed themselves, all of those fun things. And you need to ensure that you can financially hold yourself for the first, I would say, three months while your business is getting off the ground so that you have space to breathe. Because if you don't, then you're going to start making decisions from a place of scarcity, from a place of desperation, from a place of, shit, I need money, rather than from a place of things take time. And that's definitely the mindset that I'm going into into the facial bar. And obviously with Skin Queen, we're making money with that business to keep us afloat while the second business starts up. Another thing that has really helped me with the facial bar, yes, we've had spreadsheets to help us with budgets. I've also had spreadsheets for all of my PR activity, but I created a good old-fashioned Trello board. Now, if you haven't heard of Trello before, it is a task and organization software. This isn't sponsored. I've just used Trello for ages. I'm a huge to-do list person. Even as I'm doing this podcast, I've got my list of things that I want to talk to you on this podcast. But I also have Trello because when I'm sharing it amongst multiple team members and multiple parties, then I can add them access so that we're all on the same page. And Trello is essentially separate to-do lists that we can mark off along the way. So my Trello board is we have had, let's start here at the beginning, we had marketing and in our marketing, we had QR code for the door, printables for activation, launch party, compile the influencer list. B2B marketing, so list of local businesses, list of local Airbnbs and accommodation and PR agency. We've also got our staff column, which was to hire two staffs, contracts, rosters, training, job descriptions, training manuals, gifts, protocols. Um, That's all their uniforms, which is good. Client experience, protocols and training in there as well. Um, Event, we've got what the event is going to look like any equipment. This was things like towels, our furniture and LED. What we can do now, because there are certain things that you have to do on certain timelines and it's a nightmare, but that's just the way it is when you're launching a business, even if it is an online business. Um, Once we have branding, (laughs) prior and foundational, these were things like signing the lease, paying the bond, buying insurance, confirming fit out company, getting our branding and logo, insurance for staff, costings, storage, Still to do, set up our booking software, internet connection, um, weighted blankets, espresso pods, like other little things. But by creating a Trello board and brain dumping everything in there, it's helped me to separate what I'm working on and still clearly see what's not unmarked so that I know, okay, this is what I need to focus on and this is what I need to do next. 
Let's see what else I have missed here. Uh, Yes, pricing. Pricing is so important. So one of the first things that we did before we actually signed the lease was we had a little bit of a think about what our ongoing break-even costs would be. So we factored in staff wages, including super and tax. We also factored in electricity. We factored in consumables. We factored in our rent and we came up with our break-even. And I think the break-even for the facial bar, don't quote me on this, it's somewhere in a spreadsheet, but I think it's about $20,000 a month. So then the next thing I started to do was I started to create a treatment menu and pricing that would help us to not only break even, but that would actually turn a profit for us. And I knew going into the facial bar what sort of vibe I wanted. I really wanted high-end, premium, a luxury because that's what I'm wanting to create in life. And some people will disagree with my menu and my pricing, but that's on you because I know that I would go and pay this much money for something this luxury and I have actually before gone and spent $350 on a facial because it's a luxury experience. And I've done it more than once. Actually, I even spent $500 on my brows the other day because I know that the person's worth it. But then we worked backwards. Okay, what if we were only 50% full? How much money would we make a week and a month? What if we were only 60% full? How many staff would we need if we were getting this many people? Like we worked out all the nitty gritty and we worked backwards. And this is what I see a lot of people fall over in. They underprice themselves and then they wonder why they're on the hamster wheel and they wonder why they're not making money and not making profit. And it's because you started with your prices too low and you didn't consider the outlay and the costs that you would need to do ongoing as well. But Cam and I have even done it to the point that we've obviously loaned ourselves the money from the Skin Queen account over to the Facial Bar account for startup fees and we want to be able to pay ourselves back. So we've even factored in the loan repayments into our break-even costs to ensure that we're actually going to recuperate the costs from starting this business up. And you might want to do the same. If you are investing $10,000, $15,000, whatever it is to start your business, how long until you see that return on investment? And that is important to know as well. Other things is client attraction. Client attraction is something that is very important. You have to start doing that before you are ready to open your doors. And if you don't, then you're going to open on day one and twiddle your thumbs and be like, now what? So for me with client attraction, I jumped on the TikTok bandwagon probably a little bit too early, but it is what it is. And the first video I posted about the facial bar went viral. I got nearly 300,000 views. And as a result, I've got nearly 5,000 followers. And each of my videos that I'm doing now is getting upwards of 10, 15,000 views. And so many people are flocking and getting excited. The next thing that I did was I started promoting my business from my own personal channel. So my personal Instagram and my personal Facebook. And I asked all my friends and family members on the Gold Coast to do the same. I asked them if they could share everything, saying coming soon, so excited to help grow that audience and grow that following before we open our doors. At time of recording this, I'm actually going to be opening up bookings this afternoon and we're not going to have any appointments available for another two, three weeks. But if I can open up my bookings early and generate hype early, then I'm going to get some people booking in before we're even open. I've also set up a couple of business-to-business collaborations Uh, my beautiful Pilates teacher. I asked, well, I've been chatting to a lot of girls at Pilates about my second business and I reached out to my Pilates teacher and I said, 
I've been telling a lot of people about the facial bar, but I'm not sure who they are because I'm having so many little conversations. Can I have you in for a free facial? And in return, you email out your database with a special opening order. And she was like, yes, love that idea. She said, if you're doing a giveaway too or doing goodie bags on your launch night, I'd love to give you a few free Pilates vouchers too. So it's been a great cross collaboration. I've also set this up with the local hairdresser. I'll be setting this up with a local barber, but I've also set this up with a real estate agent in the area who sells multi-million dollar houses by the beach. I've said, can I come in? Can you come in for a free facial? Would you like to come in for a free facial rather? And in return, I'd love to email out a special offer to your database. And also I said, I'd love to be able to gift a complimentary experience. So say congratulations to new homeowners in the area. What an amazing collaboration. I'm going to be setting this up with another Pilates studio in the area. Our commercial real estate agent wants to do the same too. So it's about creating these little networks that I can tap into their database and add value to rather than relying on social media. And it's going to generate hype before we've even opened and generate bookings before we've even opened. But think about like if you've got wedding dress shops in the area, Pilates studios in the area, um, if you have any other beauty offerings, like we've got a spray tan clinic next door that I'm going to be partnering with. We've got a eyebrow clinic across the road that I want to partner with, obviously hairdresser. Um, We've got cosmetic dental down the road that I want to partner with. And it's thinking outside of the square and actually taking action because not everybody else on social media. And if you want something to be premium and high end and you want to attract those people, you have to be really specific about your messaging and your targeting. And what better way than to just go straight to, you know, where those people are actually going to be. The other thing is to make sure that you are getting lots of sleep and making sure that you are feeding yourself a lot too. This has been one thing that I've really focused on over the past couple of weeks in the lead up to the opening of the facial bar is ensuring that I have good night's rest. I'm actually feeding myself nutritious food because there's a lot that goes into starting a business. And it's been two years since I started Skin Queen. And I remember the pain of starting Skin Queen And going through this all again has been, you know, amazing to do it, not only with my fiance, but also to do it knowing what I know now, having this be my second business. But it's always about looking after yourself because it's very easy to burn out in these stages and it's very easy to want to give up. So the more you look after your mental health during these stages, the better it'll be for your business in the long run. But I'm going to leave it there. It's a nice, short, but sweet episode. I hope that I've given you a few little gold nuggets. Let me know on social media. And also too, who's going to Beauty Expo this weekend in Sydney? So this weekend is the Sydney Beauty Expo and it's the annual expo that happens every year. Absolutely so excited to be invited back and speaking at the event once again. And I'm sure I'm going to see so many of your faces there. I'm actually hosting a little cocktail gathering on the Saturday night. I was only going to limit it to 20 and I've had nearly 50 people (laughs) respond. So it'll be interesting to meet so many of you. But if you see me walking around, I will, of course, be wearing pink. Make sure to grab me and say hello and make sure you come and see me on stage when I'm talking too. I think I'm going to be talking about social media or marketing, something around this. And I'll have lots of insight to share with you at this time as well. And I can't wait to see so many of you. I love going to Beauty Expo every year. I don't think I'll go on the Saturday at this stage. I think I'll just go on the Sunday and do a little bit of shopping afterwards. But 
make sure you come and say hello. So excited. And thank you for listening to this episode. As always, if you feel so inclined to, leave me a little sneaky review. Don't just give me five stars and ghosts. Let me know what you found helpful about this episode or why you like listening to this podcast. And I will chat to you again next week. All right. See you. Bye.